It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. Noon, 11.59. Close enough, right? <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us on the Heartland at Noon. Live from the Town & Country Mall today, Family First Radiothon. Raising money for the uh, Moose Jaw Health Foundation. In turn, they are hoping to uh, fully equip our dialysis unit at the uh, Wigmore Regional Hospital with uh, a number of pieces of equipment. We'll talk about that as uh, the hour goes on. The Heartland at Noon is brought to you by uh, Heritage Insurance and Purpose Financial, working together to serve you better. It's all about the radio phone on the Heartland at Noon today. Uh, we've got a number of people scheduled to join us this hour, including the singing doctor, Dr. Volker Renitzland. He'll be here with his radio phone song. We're expecting to see Ryan Nielsen, who's a, a patient at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. We are also going to visit with Carl Siemens. Carl is a dialysis patient at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Carl makes the trip into Moose Jaw three times a week from his property just north of Central Butte. And uh, he, uh, he appreciates the service he gets here. He truly appreciates the wonderful staff that work in the dialysis unit. So we'll talk about Carl about his experience. All that and more coming up today on the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Sharkey, hoping to raise $125,000 for the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. The 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon is officially underway. Broadcasting live for 36 hours, CHAB is hoping to raise money to purchase dialysis equipment, such as ceiling lifts and a Broda chair. Two large donations were just made, including $8,600 from Cecil Smith and $8,000 from ACT Moose Jaw. Taryn Pierce is an RN who spent time working in the dialysis unit. She explains just how tight-knit the group there is. With the dialysis unit, honestly, everybody is such a big family. These patients are there day in, day out, sometimes three times a week, sometimes four times a week. We spend so much time together. Come, get them settled. Everyone gets presents. Everyone, you know, knows when it's birthday. If someone's missing, everyone's very aware. The Radiothon runs until Friday evening at 6, and you can donate by calling 691-GIVE. The City of Moose Jaw is looking for feedback from residents on the 2022 budget. The City has launched a public survey that will be open to residents until Sunday, September 26th at 11.59 p.m. Transit operations are also undergoing a review and the survey includes multiple questions about making transit efficient and effective for residents. You can access this survey with links provided on the City's website, moosejaw.ca, and the City of Moose Jaw app. Tomorrow is World Suicide Prevention Day, and to mark the occasion, Journey to Hope is hosting a virtual lunch and learn. Guest speaker Jordan Cozy will be talking about the high rate of suicide among men and the resources that are out there to help. He said the idea that men have a hard time opening up about their emotions is a bit misleading. I think in centuries past, men have gathered around campfires outside the villages, in halls, in, in meeting places, and, and they've talked, and, and they've held each other, not only accountable, but in circles of trust. And 
Uh, it's been some time since men have gathered like that. Anyone interested in attending this free event can email info at hopesummit.ca. The first federal election all-candidates forum in Moose Jaw took place last night at the Kiwanis Pavilion in Waccamaw Valley. Representatives from the NDP, Liberal Party and Green Party were in attendance for the forum. When asked about banning conversion therapy, all three said they would vote to ban it. Here's Talon Regent with the NDP. And the fact that we are now in an election just before it was able to get there is Justin Trudeau's fault. He was the one that called this election. Caitlin Zimmer of the Liberal Party. I will also add that the Liberals are dealing with a minority government and the Conservatives did their fair share in stalling, dragging their heels, and watering down the language of the bill. Naomi Hunter, representing the Green Party. The process of conversion therapy, which of course is absolutely tied to mental health and suicide issues. Let's not for one minute pretend that this is not killing people. Hosted by several groups, including Moose Jaw Pride, Moose Jaw Multicultural Council, and Prairie Skies Integration Network. The forum touched on a number of topics. Two deaths and 405 new cases of COVID-19 were reported in the province Uh. Wednesday, along with 256 recoveries. Of the new cases, four are in the south-central zone, 98 are in Saskatoon, and 17 are in Regina. 86.7% of the new cases are among those not fully vaccinated, and 3,331 cases are considered active. 181 people are in hospital, with 149 receiving inpatient care, and 32 are in intensive care. Of the 181 in hospital, 135 are not fully vaccinated. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 4 points, the Dow Jones is down 15 points, the Nasdaq is up 37 points, and the Canadian dollar is up at 79.17 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. Five federal party leaders are preparing to get back in the ring after a somewhat fiery debate in French that came ahead of tonight's first and only face-off in English. Liberal leader Justin Trudeau, Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole, NDP leader Jagmeet Singh, Bloc Québécois leader Yves-Francois Blanchet, and Green Party leader Anime Paul will convene again at 9 p.m. Eastern. The Supreme Court of Canada has refused to hear a bail appeal from fashion mogul Peter Nygaard, who's facing sex trafficking and racketeering charges in the United States. He applied earlier this year to the country's highest court for permission to challenge a Manitoba ruling that denied him release while he awaits possible extradition. Calgary's Suncor Energy has announced a project to extend the life of the Terra Nova oil field off the coast of St. John's, Newfoundland, is going ahead. Work will now be completed to keep the field pumping for what is estimated to be another decade. And Hurricane Larry is on track to sweep across eastern Newfoundland tomorrow, bringing waves, rain and possibly coastal flooding. Tropical storm watches are in effect. Environment Canada says Larry will quickly downgrade into a post-tropical storm once it gets over the colder Canadian waters and cause heavy rainfall of up to 50 millimeters as it tracks through the area. I'm Candace Dirksen. Now, Discover Moose Jaw Sports.
This just in from the Lindbrook Golf and Country Club here in Moose Jaw. Another hole-in-one at the club uh, yesterday. Uh, it's the 11th hole-in-one of the season. Happened yesterday, like I said. Greg Wallace. Greg Wallace used his 8-iron to ace hole number 7. Witnessed by his buddies Don Higgins, Les Dixon, and Tim Fritzler. Congratulations to Greg. A training camp underway at Mosea Place in Moose Jaw. Our Warriors getting ready for a Western Hockey League season. Practices yesterday and uh, today scrimmages. Fans are more than welcome. The first one to happen at 10 this morning, but there's another one at 4 o'clock this afternoon at Mosea Place. High school football season gets going this weekend. we got a couple of games on tap. Central Cyclones and Vanier Vikings at 1 o'clock at Guthridge Field. Peacock Tornadoes against the Swift Current Colts at 3.15. Leila Fernandez attempting to keep her impressive run at the U.S. Open Tennis Championship going today. The 19-year-old phenom from Laval, Quebec, facing number two seed Irina Sabalenka of Belarus in the semifinals. Fernandez has already knocked off two top five seeds at the Grand Slam. Blue Jays, 6-3 winners over the Yankees last night. So that's seven wins in a row for the Jays. I think that's nine of the last ten games they've won now. And they're just a game and a half behind New York for the second wildcard playoff spot in the American League. And football fans rejoice today. Tom Brady and the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers open up the NFL season tonight at home against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. What a beautiful day we have on the go out there. Uh, Let me just find the weather here. Here we go. It's sunny and it's warm out there. Sunshine with the wind becoming northwest at 20, gusting to 40 this afternoon. The high up to 30 degrees. A few clouds tonight. Hazy wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, uh, becoming light through the evening. Overnight low, 12. A mix of sun and cloud tomorrow, but becoming mostly sunny in the afternoon. Could still have that smoky haze in the morning. Tomorrow's wind northwest at 30, the high 24. Friday night, we're expecting some rain and a low of 7. Saturday cloudy, scattered showers, 60% chance with a high of 19. And then Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 21. Long range Monday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 19 degrees. Yesterday's high for Moose Jaw. I think I've got that here somewhere. Normally I've got it up on my computer, but I've got it on my phone here. I don't have yesterday's high. I do have the record high, 34 degrees set in 1998. So we'll be, uh, you know, getting in that neighborhood. The record low, minus one in 1962. And normal high at this time of year is 20 with a normal low of 5. Sun came up at 629 this morning and goes down at 730 tonight. This hour, Moose Jaw 22 degrees, Regina 21, Assiniboia Gravelberg 22, Rockland Coronac 21, Swift Current 22, Elbow 18, Davidson Watchress 20. Once again, Assiniboia 22, Regina 21, and... With the wind southwest at 5 and the relative humidity at 36%, it's 22 degrees. In From job. World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist, Drew Lerner. For Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan. A little more shower activity is in the forecast for parts of Saskatchewan as we go forward through the weekend and into next week. But good harvest progress is still expected to occur around what precipitation we do see. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. The first opportunity for a little bit of rain will occur tomorrow 
and we'll look for that precipitation to occur along a band that will be from the Unity area southward to Kindersley and from there eastward over towards Kamsack, Kenora, and maybe touching upon the southernmost fringes of the Hudson Bay area and maybe reaching as far south as Yorkton. Now, I doubt seriously we'll get the precipitation to occur in all of these areas, but that's where the concentrated band of shower activity will likely take place. Moisture totals will run from 1 to 5 millimeters. There may be something a little bit greater, and there will be a continuation of dry weather to the north and south of this region. Now, on Saturday, there's another opportunity for rain. This time, it's going to concentrate near and south of Highway 1. There's a chance we may get showers as far to the north as Leader, and we'll look for that to occur all the way southward to the U.S. border and then scatter eastward again near and south of Highway 1 during the day on Saturday. On Saturday evening, the precipitation should come to an end. Precipitation totals that occur with that event might be a little bit more significant, especially out in the west near the Alberta border. The Cypress Hills area, including Maple Creek and Console and areas eastward over towards Gravelberg, will likely see the majority of the precipitation. And moisture totals could run from 4 to as much as 13 millimeters with an isolated chance for an uh, amount to possibly come up close to 20 millimeters. The area impacted by the greatest rain, though, should be relatively small in size. The rest of the province will be left dry. And one more opportunity for shower activity will develop in the northwest and west central parts of the province. This is expected to occur on Sunday, and the precipitation will probably be late in the day going into Sunday evening, and we'll look for the precipitation to occur from Lake Diefenbaker and the Leader area northward all the way up towards Meadow Lake, Cold Lake, and perhaps the Prince Albert area by the time we get to morning on Monday. The moisture totals with this event are also expected to be mostly light. We'll look for totals running from about 3 to around 8 millimeters with something close to 13 millimeters in a few locations. Field work will occur around each of these events. Temperatures most days will run in the 20s. We will see a few upper teens on the wetter days and we'll also see the nighttime lows running mostly upper single digits through the lower and a few middle teens. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. The Farm Stress Line is run by people who know farming is full of uncertainties and that uncertainty causes stress. When it starts to get to you, it's important to deal with it as quickly as possible. If you're having trouble sleeping, feeling depressed, anxious, or having suicidal thoughts, call the Farm Stress Line, free and confidential, and well worth the call. 1-800-667-4422. 1-800-667-4422. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Paul Martin commentary coming right up on the Heartland at noon after the road report. It's brought to you by My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. New fall fashions have just arrived, small to 2XL, and a pretty special, uh, pretty special um, announcement for My Addictions. They are just behind us here, Center Court Town and Country Mall here at the Radiothon. And at My Addictions in the mall today, they are donating $5 from every purchase. Every single purchase, they will make a $5 donation to the radio, uh, Radiothon. So thanks so much to Joan Falaska and everybody at My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. Okay, road report. So busy in downtown Moose Jaw yesterday. I'm assuming it's the same today. Uh, Fortune of Athabasca East was closed right near uh, Crescent Park. 
And then uh, 3rd Avenue Northeast was closed on the east side of Crescent Park. Fairford Street East uh, closed at the corner of uh, 3rd Avenue Northeast. So it's pretty tough getting around in that neighborhood. So take care out there and allow yourself some extra time, certainly. Just in from the city today, they're doing some paving over on the 300 block of Maple Street East. And uh, some paving over on Wellington Drive as well from Berkshire Court to Everton Crescent. That's the Road Report. Again, brought to you by My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. It's getting hard to ignore the growth of this province's investment attraction process. The latest name added to the list is One Sky Forest Products, a $250 million OSB plant to be established at Prince Albert. An announcement of the project yesterday suggested it would generate 700 new jobs. The mill is a partnership involving a well-established BC operator with a track record of working with Indigenous partners. The Saskatchewan operation includes ownership stakes for Montreal Lake, Big River, and Wapaton First Nations and the Meadow Lake Tribal Council. And it comes on the heels of a straw-based fiber processing operation announced for the GTH at Regina, along with four canola crushing plants. And then there was the $7.5 billion announcement from BHP that the Janssen potash mine would go ahead. Now, investment is a primary driver of any economy, creates jobs and wealth, but it also sends a signal to the marketplace that investors have confidence in the province and its ability to yield sustainable returns. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Toonie Tuesdays are back at the Hillcrest Golf Club in Moose Jaw. Play for just $2 a hole for 18 holes, and that includes a power card. That's just $36 for a round of golf. Toonie Tuesdays, every Tuesday after 2. Call the Hillcrest today to book your time. 693-1921. Strike up some fun this weekend at the South Hill Bowling Center. Rock and Glow Bowling is back Friday and Saturday nights and Saturday afternoons. Knock down some pins with your friends and family. South Hill Bowling. Call 693-0955 to book your spot. Missing an important tool on your farm? Add an advanced payments program cash advance from CCGA to your financial toolkit. Now available on over 50 commodities. Get flexibility to sell at the best time and price this harvest season with $100,000 interest free and the rest at prime less 0.75%. Our experienced team makes it easy. Visit ccga.ca. Cash advances are made under the Government of Canada's Advanced Payments Program. This, this is Greg Marston of Purpose Financial, Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Well, that's never happened before. Ed Marston and Rustin aren't at the same time. <laughs> Family First Radiothon, live from the Town and Country Mall today. Uh, we uh, are at $27,625 as of noon. Uh, thanks uh, in part, in big part, to an $8,600 donation from Cecil Smith of Moose Jaw. And once we got to that $8,000 mark, we knew that ACT, UCT uh, was going to come through with an $8,000 check. They made that pledge several months ago as we kicked off uh, plans for the Radiothon earlier this summer. And it just so happened that Cecil uh, made his pledge uh, just in time for ACT, UCT because they were here answering phones at 11 a.m. So they were able to write the check and take our total 
up to $27,625. Oh, and there was another significant donation that helped take that total up to over $27,000. My friend Bob Blatchford, Robert E. Blatchford, better known at the Hillcrest Golf Club as the Batman, dropped in and made a $4,000 donation. Thanks to Bob Blatchford for that generous donation to the Family First Radiothon. We're raising money, hopefully $125,000 by the end of the day tomorrow, uh, for the dialysis unit in the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Uh, we want to buy a transonic monitor, a med station, ceiling lifts, and a Broda chair to improve patient comfort uh, and make a, a very difficult sp- experience just a little bit better. It's my pleasure now to welcome to the Radiothon. He's uh, been here every year over the course of the last 15 years, I do believe. Dr. Volker Rensland, nice to see you, sir. Thanks for being here. Uh, Radiothon, you're a veteran. <laughs> good. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, we do uh, a lot of good. As a community, we do so much good. Over the years, we've raised, uh, well, we started, I mean, 15 years ago, we were still at the Moose Jaw Union Hospital yeah. and, and raising money for uh, for the equipment down there. A lot of that equipment uh, made the move to the Wigmore Regional Hospital when we opened up uh, the new place. Tell me, how's life been? I mean, it's it's been a few years now uh, since we moved into the new hospital. Has everybody settled in? Are, are you used to the, the new facility? Oh, yes, very very much so, yeah. Uh, we enjoy the hospital. We enjoy working there. Um, you know, we have challenges. It gets busy like everywhere else, but uh, uh, have very, very much enjoyed the equipment. And I know from some of the specialty, even me, I, I do maternity and or used, I just stopped doing that. And uh, even the new baby warmers and some of the things that the uh, Radiothon spot has been so, so handy uh, looking after sick babies and, and our moms there. Yeah, we've raised the money for a number of different departments uh, at the hospital over the course of the years and really made a difference for yeah. patients and for the staff, for our medical health professionals. Yeah. Well, our lives sure get easier when we have good equipment to work with. You know, the you know, stuff that doesn't break and that's reliable and state-of-the-art. You know, you, you, you feel better giving the care, having good stuff to work with, for sure. You and I met for the first time well over 30 years ago now when uh, you were a young doctor here in Moose Jaw and took on the, the task of being the Moose Jaw Warriors team yep. doctor. That's how we, we first met. Uh, take us back uh, over time, like since, since the late 80s. Uh, let's talk about uh, how uh, the equipment, how technology has advanced, sir. Well, the biggest thing is there's a computer and everything. You know, we, our records are on computer. Um, uh, all the monitors, you know, they talk to you, you know, when, when things aren't, aren't going well for the patient. Uh, there's an analysis. Uh, so I guess the biggest thing was probably equipment's gotten a lot smaller, clunkier, uh, less clunky, I should say. Even things we didn't have 30 years ago, measuring oxygen levels in people's fingers, like pulse oximeters, that's just state of the art now. We didn't have that. And uh, ultrasounds, you know, we use ultrasounds. We, I remember being present for the first ultrasound in Saskatchewan that was ever done and, and watching it as a student. Well, now we have ultrasounds in, in our offices uh, for some of the things. So, yeah, just tremendous change in technology, and it's made our lives a lot easier. Uh, CT scanners, uh, the number of trips I've taken to Regina with patients for the CT scanner was unbelievable, and uh, now we have ours here. We use it every day, lots and lots. Fabulous, really. Yeah. Yeah, makes our lives so much easier to, you know, we have clinical suspicions, of course. you go got to sit and listen to your patient, do a physical exam. You have an idea of what's going on, but uh, 
but to have that confirmation with the diagnostics is so valuable. I remember uh, you and I on a, on a previous Radiothon, and I'm, I'm going to say several years ago now, uh, talking about the fact that, that having state-of-the-art equipment uh, here in Moose Jaw uh, would help attract and retain physicians and nurses. And that was a problem several yeah. years ago. It's not a problem anymore, is it? Oh, we've got a really good complement of specialists. Uh, um, we've got a lot more family doctors than we used to have, um, which, of course, is really helpful. That's the, the first doctor you normally see. Uh, yeah, the having a state-of-the-art hospital has been a big, big draw, especially if, to re- recruit and retain specialists. Like even our new urologist, Dr. Wang, wonderful, wonderful man. And, um, you know, he's got lots of stuff to work with. It's really good. None of us have ever been through a global pandemic before. And uh, here we are. We're, we're yeah. not out of the woods yet. But talk about how uh, the pandemic has, has impacted uh, you and, and your job. Well, there's been lots of hard work. Uh, I just took my first vacation in uh, 18 months. Um, there's been a lot of phone medicine. We've learned a lot of stuff. Uh, we've had to learn how to do some consultations by phone, not completely. Um, we've learned that being too focused on the pandemic, also people still get sick with other things, diabetes, heart disease, depression. Uh, so we've had to make sure that that isn't neglected. And the mental health piece. It's been huge, the mental health challenges that people have had that we've had to deal with, especially in family medicine. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll yeah. bet. How long do you think it'll be before we get out of this? Out of this? Yeah. Well, my last prediction was <laughs> this June, and I'm wrong. So I don't honestly know anymore. Uh, I think it's going to get better uh, as we have more and more vaccinations. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's it's. I don't think anybody knows. Even Fauci doesn't know. Do you think... Um do you think that 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 uh, we'll uh, be taking a COVID nineteen vaccine on an annual basis, much like we get the influenza vaccine? I don't think so. I think uh, as there's some herd immunity reached, I don't think the mutations are going to be as as hard. So I don't think it'll be an annual thing. It might be like a pneumonia shot every five years, but again, what do I know? I'm not. I'm, that's my speculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more thing, sir, and I, uh, I'm going to say I hate to put you on the spot, but that's my job. <laughs> sure. Uh, what do you have to say to the people who are balking at getting a vaccine? Well, I think be careful who you listen to, um, or if you get a chance, just look at one person that's severely ill with COVID and see what you're dealing with. Um, I mean, I, I've treated COVID patients at the hospital. It is not pretty, and it's not just a quick little exit either people are suffering for for days and days and weeks sometimes not being able to breathe um i mean if you want to if you want if you want to see what it feels like get your significant other to sit on your chest and then try to breathe for half an hour and see what it feels like that's what it feels to have bad covid it's not fun the vaccine is protecting us vaccine's very protected i just listen to you guys just to the news you know most people that are ill and that are certainly in hospital uh are, are unvaccinated yeah, I'm, I'm on the definitely on the Provax camp. Why? Because I listen to the smartest people in my profession. That's what they tell me. 
Dr. Volker Renitzland is our guest on the 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon. Thank you very much uh, for answering those questions, sir. The equipment we're raising money for this time around, the dialysis unit. We want to buy a new transonic monitor, a new med station, uh, new ceiling lifts, and a new Broda chair to help improve uh, patient comfort in the dialysis uh, unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. And as is tradition, uh, the singing doctor, Dr. Volker Renitzland, uh, has a, a fresh Radiothon tune for us today. What do we call this one? This is called Dialyze It. Uh, when you do dialysis, it's uh, we call it we're dialyzing patients. And it's to the tune of an old Peter Tosh song called Legalize It. Okay. Here we go. Dialyze it. Don't criticize it. Dialyze it. And I'll advertise it. If if your kidneys are failing, it's medical wisdom. You need dialysis to flush your system. So to Regina, you had to go. Gas is expensive. Just blame Trudeau. Blame Trudeau! Now got dialysis. Right here in Moose Jaw, no need to travel, no need to go far. They do it locally, with skill and class. Gonna save your energy, gonna save your gas. So dialyze it. Don't criticize it. Dialyze it and I'll advertise it. After dialysis, you're not too witty. You're really tired. You're feeling sh really bad. Now you can stay here and do it local. Go home right after and snore quite vocal. Dialyze it, don't criticize it. Dialyze it, and I'll advertise it. But our equipment is kind of wearing, gets us frustrated, it gets us swearing. So if you want this to carry on, please, please, please give to the Radiothon so we can dialyze it. Don't criticize it. Dialyze it and I'll advertise it. Brilliant, really. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you so much for that, sir. Thank you very much for the visit. Appreciate it. Oh, 
Dr. Volker Renensland on the Heartland at noon. We're on the Family First Radiothon and hoping for your donation so we can dialyze it. A transonic monitor, a new med station, ceiling lifts, and a Broda chair. All possible to bring to Moose Jaw with your donation. 691-GIVE. That's 306-691-4483. We'll take a time out and we'll be back to speak with a dialysis patient. Carl Siemens, who is from uh, the Central Butte area, joins us next to talk about his experience on the Heartland. The greatest rock, pop, and soul tunes of the 70s and 80s. It's Dick Bartley's classic hits. The songs you remember, surrounded by headlines, personalities, interviews, TV trivia, pop culture, and more. Saturdays at 8 and Sundays at noon. Dick Bartley's classic hits. Brought to you by Primary Eye Care Center and Hoya Lenses. Moose Jaw Funeral Home, Assiniboia Livestock Auction, Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation, and the greatest hits of all time, 800 CHAB. Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new Macdon FD2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance. From the company that brought you the original flex draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier. Get more with the Macdon FD2 flex draper. Hey, did you see the weather warning? Yep, saw it on discovermoosejaw.com. Well, did you hear about the game last night? Of course, it was on the news this morning. How do you stay on top of it all? Discovermoosejaw.com. Moosejaw news, weather, and sports anytime, anywhere, 24-7, right at your fingertips at discovermoosejaw.com. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Live from the Family First Radiothon today, Town and Country Mall, you're welcome to join us. Make a cash donation. We've had dozens of people doing that for us here today. We've also had a number of people uh, phoning in, 691-GIVE, that's 691-4483, to make a donation on the Family First Radiothon. We'd like to thank Smitty's Family Restaurant here in Moose Jaw, here in the Town and Country Mall, for delivering lunch and beverages for us today. The Moose Jaw Co-op, with bottled water and snacks for our phone panel. Also, Hollywood Rentals for making our stage look so nice. And the Town and Country Mall for our broadcast location. Uh, yeah, we're Center Court, Town and Country Mall, and uh, great to be here. Up to noon, we've raised $27,625, so we're certainly on our way. And if you make that call at 691-GIVE, 691-4483 this hour, the good folks from the local Optimist Club will take your calls. Uh, there's four of them here, and none of them are on the phone right now. So make them busy, won't you? Give us a call. Five bucks, ten bucks, it all adds up. 691-GIVE, that's 691-4483 on the Family First Radiothon. It was uh, my pleasure a little earlier this week to uh, speak to uh, a man who comes to Moose on a regular basis uh, for dialysis. Uh, it's keeping him alive. His name is Carl Siemens.
The 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon underway. Town and Country Mall, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, looking for your support to help us get some new equipment for the dialysis unit at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. You know, life for a kidney dialysis patient is not easy. Every two days, a dialysis patient makes their way to the Wigmore Regional Hospital for dialysis. For a patient whose kidneys have failed, the dialysis machine is their lifeline, literally. However, getting regular dialysis treatments, usually three times a week for four hours at a time, uh, it helps keep their kidneys do the job and uh, keeps them alive. The 15th Annual Family First Radiothon, uh, we're hoping to raise $125,000 to better equip the dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. You know there are 35 kidney dialysis patients at the Wigmore Hospital right now. One in 10 people in Canada have kidney disease and 50,000 Canadians are being treated for kidney failure as we speak. And one of those people is Carl Siemens of Central Butte, Saskatchewan, and he's here to tell us his story. And thank you for that, Carl. Yeah, hi. uh, Good morning. Yes, uh, and uh, as a dialysis patient, I want to thank the radio station and and your listeners for supporting this very worthwhile uh, endeavor. And uh, without the dialysis unit in Moose Jaw, it would uh, be a very much an increased hardship for patients like me uh, to uh, access dialysis in Regina or some other center. So it's really important that uh, we keep our dialysis unit uh, staffed and and equipped with the latest and best equipment uh, because as you said this isn't just helping people get better this is a lifeline this uh, the dialysis treatment for someone like me keeps me alive without it i i, I couldn't live uh, because my kidneys aren't functioning so so yes very important and uh, I, like i said i appreciate the radio station's effort to promote this how long have you been a dialysis patient, sir? Well, uh, relatively sh- uh, new, I guess, as they go. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I was diagnosed with uh, a, a blood cancer in 2011 called multiple myeloma, and it's uh, a 15% of those patients, uh, their, kid- their bodies produce a protein which clogs up your kidney and that's what happened to me and and uh so over the years my kidney function has declined and then along with some other complicating factors that i have my kidneys completely crashed in december of uh of last year of 2020 and so i started dialysis in regina because in moose jaw there was was no uh, spot available then there they were full so i had to travel to regina to uh, to get the uh, dialysis and uh, so then o- over the period of a couple of months uh, they were able to fit me into the schedule in moose jaw so uh, then I, I i just had to go to moose jaw we live uh, actually north of central butte so it's still quite a jaunt for me to get to moose jaw but a lot better than going all the way to Regina. So uh, so I've been on since December of 2020. How often do you come to Moose Jaw for dialysis? Uh, three times a week. I go uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a four-hour treatment for me. How do you pass the time? <laughs> well, 
some people sleep. I, I, I dialysis between the kidney failure and dialysis, you tend to be tired a lot, and so I do sleep uh, some uh, at dialysis, and I also they have um, television sets that at each person's chair, so you can watch uh, television if if that's what you want to do. Uh, some people listen to music. Uh, and uh, what, one of the things I like about the moose jaw dialysis as compared to Regina's is it's got a whole bank of windows that face south. So uh, we're, you know, you actually can look out and see what's happening. And, you know, in a lot of, you know, uh, treatment uh, centers and, and wards, uh, you know, you don't have a lot of windows uh, out. So I'm a I'm a window guy. I like to look out the window and see what's happening and see if the sun is shining and so on. So so that's kind of how I pass my time. And I mean, you do have a little conversation with the nurses, and they're you know keeping looking after you, uh, you know, and you're you're hooked up to the machine uh, with two tubes that take your blood in and out of your body and also a, uh, a blood pressure uh, cuff that uh, automatically goes off every half an hour or so. And so you're being monitored very closely uh, throughout the whole treatment process. So, so you're, yeah, you just uh, kind of got to get your head into that uh, mindset and, and uh, just, uh, you know, let it happen. Carl Siemens is our guest on CHAB during this, the 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon in support of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation with hopes to raise $125,000 to buy new state-of-the-art medical equipment to help people like Carl Siemens of Central Butte and uh, in their continued uh, battle for life, frankly, uh, at the uh, at the dialysis unit at the uh, Wigmore Regional Hospital. Funds raised will support the dialysis team with new medical equipment, including a trans monitor, And I understand, Carl, that we don't even have one of these in Moose Jaw right now. If you need to use the transonic monitor, you got to go to Regina, right? Yes, uh, I, I understand that is correct. I haven't needed that piece of equipment yet, but, uh, but yes, I, I do believe so. Uh, I mean, all, all of the machines, the dialysis machines, I mean, they're super uh, state-of-the-art, uh, very expensive machines that... Uh, you know, not only require uh, expertise to to uh, run, but but you know they're just very expensive to purchase. So all of the equipment in the dialysis unit is uh, you know very expensive equipment. So I can appreciate that uh, you know uh, a lot of money needs to be spent to maintain and and. Uh, and upgrade the equipment as uh, new technology, of course, is always coming along. So it's nice if uh, patients have access to that. You know, you sound healthy to me. You feeling okay these days? <laughs> yeah, well, I do feel. I mean, um, the dialysis helps me to feel better. And, uh, and, and, and it, like I said, it's, it, it, you know, it keeps me alive, uh, absolutely. So... So I do feel quite well, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, I have, uh, there's always side effects. Uh, a, a dialysis machine is not two healthy kidneys, that's for sure, but it's the next best thing. And uh, there's, you know, uh, uh, like I said, as technology advances, I'm sure there'll be improvements. So there are some other options. People 
some people can actually get to the point where they can do some dialysis at home, and uh, you know that's an option for some people. Uh, and, and of course, those are uh, again very highly technical, specialized, expensive uh, machines that people use. Uh, so uh, I'm very grateful that we have this uh, unit in Moose Jaw, and I certainly urge your listeners to support this. Carl Siemens, Central Butte, thank you so much for sharing your story today, Carl. Really appreciate it. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, well, I, I guess I could give some kudos to the staff. At the, at the, we talk about the machines and the expensive, uh, how expensive they are and highly technical, but, but we haven't, I haven't mentioned the staff. And I've got to say there's some top quality, very professional, compassionate nurses uh, that work in the uh, in the unit there and without them the machines would be useless and so we can't forget about the dedicated staff that we have at the at the dialysis unit well said carl thank you so much for sharing all right yep have a great day and good luck with your radiothon you can tell uh, just by uh, his voice cracking up there at the end a little bit, Carl Siemens from Central Butte, uh, how much the uh, the staff at the uh, dialysis unit mean to him and uh, just how much that unit means to him. Keeping, keeping him alive, right? Literally keeping him alive. You can help uh, keep uh, local dialysis patients alive with a donation to the Family First Radiothon. We're hoping to raise $125,000 uh, today and tomorrow uh, we're uh, we're on until six o'clock tomorrow evening. Six nine one give six nine one forty four eighty three the number to call. We'll take a break and we'll be back to talk to Ryan Nielsen, Mortlack area farmer, longtime Warrior season ticket holder, and longtime dialysis patient here in Moose Jaw. We'll share his story next on the Heartland at noon. When you're a farmer, you've learned to take the good with the bad because you've seen it all and your roots are deep. Daddy, I want to be a farmer just like you. Farming is about a sense of pride in an honest day's work, careful planning, and growing for the future. Moose Jaw Co-op is on your team. Early mornings, late nights. Safely getting harvest completed with agro and fuel locations in Avonlea and Moose Jaw. We are growers. We are farmers. We are Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger. Sukunin Ship Pioneer Village and Museum presents Threshing Bee, September 11th and 12th. Enjoy plowing, threshing, rope making, blacksmithing, and quilting demonstrations. A church service on the 12th and a vintage tractor pull both days. Gates open at 8 a.m. with a pancake breakfast until 10. Admission is just $10 for adults, 5 for kids 6 to 12, and a two-day pass costs $16. Threshing Bee at Sukunin Ship Pioneer Village and Museum, 13 kilometers south of Moose Jaw on Highway 2. Welcome back to your audiobook, Tough Talks, Your In-Laws and Their Blackleg, page 67. Don't bring it up. They have blackleg and you don't. When your neighbor has club root, the first thing one should always... So there's a better way to get your answers with the Brett Young TruFlex Canola Portfolio. Increased yield potential combined with defender-rated protection against club root, blackleg, and pod shatter. The answers are right there in the seed. Learn more at brettyoung.ca slash TruFlex. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Sunny this afternoon with winds gusting up to 40 kilometers an hour and a high of 30. Tonight a few clouds, hazy and a low of 12. 
Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, hazy in the morning, and then clearing near noon, a high of 24. Saturday, cloudy with a chance of showers, a high of 19. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud, a high of 21. And Monday, a mix of sun and cloud, and a high of 19. The 15th Annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon is on right now at the Town and Country Mall to raise money for the Moose Jaw Health Foundation to purchase dialysis equipment for the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Hospital. The Radiothon runs until Friday evening at 6, and you can donate by calling 691-GIVE. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discardmooshaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. We're at the 15th Annual 800 First Radiothon at the Town & Country Mall. 691-4483. That's 691-GIVE. We're asking for your donations uh, on the telephone or in person. At the mall, 15th Annual Family First Radiothon. Come and check out the mall. 25 businesses up and open today, including uh, Hallmark, Innocence, uh, J Nails, uh, M&H Lotteries, Maurice's, um, My Addiction's Clothing Boutique. Uh, for every purchase there today, they'll make a $5 donation to the Radiothon. As we raise money for new equipment for the dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital here in Moose John. A local man who's uh, very familiar with the dialysis unit is uh, very pleased to uh, be here with us today, and we're pleased to have him. He is Ryan Nielsen. He's 43 years old. He's a Mortlack area farmer and tells us he just had a successful kidney transplant in November. Good for you. Feeling okay? I'm feeling great. Awesome. Tell us your story. How long ago did you know you, you were sick? How long ago did you start having trouble with your kidneys? Well, it was about three and a half, four years ago, just some normal blood work and came back bad and got a phone call to go to the Regina General Hospital to the emergency room and uh, six days later, I came with the port and uh, had to go to do kidney dialysis in Moose Jaw. So Wow, that fast? That fast, it was quick, yes. Wow. And good thing it was in Moose because I live in Morlack, right? And it would have been a, a long drive to Regina three times a week, right? Sure. So I'm glad that we could do this in Moose Jaw. No kidding. Um, you went for blood work. Were you sick? You're not feeling. No, right? I felt I felt normal. You know, which I thought was normal, obviously. But yeah, just some. It's a creatinine level was rising, which means the kidney function was declining fast. And you know, once I got down to blood work once a month, it came to once a week, and then it was getting like bad quickly. So I got sent into the emergency room there and was there for six days trying to figure out what was going on. And they realized my kidneys were failing. So. So from there, it was uh, into dialysis. Yeah, the next day in Moose Jaw, yeah. Wow, next day. Yeah. Had to, right? Save your life. That's right, yes. So the first the first while was three hours, twice a week, and then it increased to three times a week, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, for four hours. So get there about 6.30 in the morning and leave about 11. So. And uh, I'm assuming uh, work on uh, for a transplant uh, started soon after you started dialysis. Yes, the... You get on the list, you get all the the proper stuff done to get on the list. And then after hearing stories about people being there for five, ten years waiting and and stuff like that, I decided to put a, a thing on social media. So the only thing I have is Facebook. So I put this post on Facebook and got a bunch of people wanting to donate a kidney. And so a year and a bit later, I got the right match and got booked up for uh, surgery and then I had to delay it eight months because of COVID, obviously. So 
November 24th, uh, 2020, I finally got to get it done. So, New life. Yes. And tell us about the donor. You just happened to know her. <laughs> yes, I did. She lives actually in the same town, and I've known her for 20-some years, so she was the match. What's her, her name? Her name is Jolene Bergen. Wow. I'll bet you she's your best friend now, hey? Oh, yeah. She was before, too, but a little closer now. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. It's a wonderful story. It is, yes. Yeah. So how... How, I mean, you don't have to go to dialysis anymore, but no, I don't. you still got to look after yourself. What's your routine these days? These days, it's kind of just back to the way it was before, but I ha- I'm a diabetic also, so got to make sure the sugars are all good and watch what you eat and stuff and exercise and make sure you take your anti-rejection pills all on time and stuff. So kind of take it a little bit easier, but I'm st- I got more energy and I'm feeling great. So Fabulous. It is, yeah. Tell us about uh, your time in the dialysis unit. Uh, uh, we've had patients on, we've had nurses on from the dialysis unit, and they, they talk about uh, how close-knit they become over time. Yeah, I heard uh, actually Heather and Della talking on there. Yeah, it is. It's You get to know each other because you're there for so long, right? Like three and a half years, and you get to know their names and their families, and they get to know you. So I still go back there once in a while just to say hi. So Nice. They tell me that uh, it's, it's very you get very tired when you're on dialysis. Yes. Most people there, they, they actually sleep and watch TV or whatever. And then afterwards, you do feel good, but like I usually go have something to eat, and then I usually crash for two, three hours in the afternoon because you're just tired all the time. you got no energy. You just can't seem to do anything. Sure. But you got that energy back after the transplant. I do. Yes, I do. Just a fabulous story. Yeah. How are things on the farm? Well, they're, they're all right, I guess, you know, tough year, but we'll always bounce back and start again next year, you right know. On. They tell me, well, obviously yields are down, but crop quality pretty good for you? It's pretty good, yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. Qual- or the yields are down, yeah, but everyone expected that, I guess, after sure. the drought. Sure. Much needed rain just happened here, too, so kind of greened up the grass again. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Uh, Ryan Nielsen, uh, Mortlach area farmer, 43 years old, just had a kidney transplant, last fall and feeling great uh anything else you'd like to add today sir no just just to say uh hi to all the patients that are still there that i know and all the nurses are just fabulous there there you go if you make a donation to the family first radiothon uh you'll be helping people like ryan and the fabulous people who work in the dialysis unit $125,000 is our goal, and we hope to reach that goal by 6 o'clock tomorrow night to buy the new equipment. 691-GIVE, that's 691-4483. The uh, good people from the Optimist Club will take your calls right now. Ryan, I can't thank you enough for sharing your story. Uh, great to see you. I'm glad you're doing well. Well, thank you very much. We'll take a time out. We'll be back. More coming up. Heartland at noon on CHAB. And now, another rock and roll history lesson on 800-CHAB. The Guitar Solo. While there's still lots of debate as to who invented the guitar solo, there's a few contenders for who played the first electric solo. A man named George Barnes recorded two songs in 1938 that were the first to feature an electric guitar. The first electric solo, however, in a song was by a man named Charlie Christensen, who played and recorded with an orchestra. The first hit song to ever feature an electric guitar solo, 1941's Walking the Floor Over You by Ernest Tubb. Now this is only electric guitars we're talking about. Trying to find the origin of guitar solos in general is where it gets a whole lot murkier. Christensen, however, remains the first to tear it up on an electric, paving the way for Buddy Holly, Eric Clapton, and Jimmy Page. 
This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson brought to you by Halstead Denture Clinic. Call Lynn, the third generation, for all your denture needs. CNS Builders, building Moose Jaw's history since 1953. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Sukunin Ship Pioneer Village and Museum presents Threshing Bee, September 11th and 12th. Enjoy plowing, threshing, rope making, blacksmithing, and quilting demonstrations. A church service on the 12th and a vintage tractor pull both days. Gates open at 8 a.m. with a pancake breakfast until 10. Admission is just $10 for adults, 5 for kids 6 to 12, and a two-day pass costs $16. Threshing Bee at Sukunin Ship Pioneer Village and Museum, 13 kilometers south of Moose Jaw on Highway 2. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. What a story that was from Ryan Nielsen. His his friend and neighbor from two blocks away donates the kidney, and uh, here he is happy and and healthy and uh, choking back tears as he talked to us here on The Heartland at Noon. Just grateful for the uh, wonderful treatment he's had at the Wigmore Regional Hospital and uh, obviously grateful for his friend and neighbor to donate a kidney and make his life better. Uh, just a, a wonderful, heartwarming story. Uh, it's the kind of story that, uh, you know, uh, well, we can make more stories like that uh, if we raise enough money at the Family First Radiothon. It's the 15th annual CHAB Family First Radiothon. The goal to raise $125,000 for the much-needed dialysis, equip- uh, dialysis equipment at the Wigmore. Um, so we're looking for a new transonic monitor, a new med station, ceiling lifts, and a Broda chair to improve patient comfort and make a very difficult experience just a little bit better. Uh, the med station, it's an automated medical dispensing system, medication dispensing system, supporting decentralized medication management. It helps clinicians safely and efficiently dispense the right medications for the right patients at the right time. ACTUCT, matching donations dollar for dollar, up to $8,000. And, in fact, they did that while they were on the phone bank this morning, just before noon. Uh, Cecil Smith of Moose Jaw made an $8,600 donation. And with ACT right here, Mark Gilliland and, and uh, Richie and Sebastian said, okay, here we go. So they wrote us an $8,000 check. So we're at $27,625. Uh, and we got a new total coming up here in just a little bit. And I also want to mention my good friend Robert Blatchford. Bob Blatchford, a $4,000 donation to the Family First Radiothon today. Uh, again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Smitty's Family Restaurant, the Moose Jaw Co-op, Hollywood Rentals, and a special thank you to the Town & Country Mall for our broadcast location, Center Court, here at the Town & Country Mall. So we got the uh, the daily commentary coming up, my annual Radiothon rhyme. We've also got the 1 o'clock farm show coming up. And before we do that, we've got another Radiothon total coming right up on the Heartland at Noon. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. Hi, I'm Melanie Palaud with the Moose Jaw Girl Guides, and I am one of the guide leaders this year. Our Moose Jaw Girl Guides are actively looking for volunteers for all of our age groups. Um, and as a volunteer, you basically come up with a programming for girls to have between an hour to a two-hour meeting once once a week or every, once every two weeks. We do have a Facebook page called the Moose Jaw Girl Guides, so they could reach to, out to us on there, or they could give me a call directly at 306-631-5428. Connecting the community. 
brought to you by Magnuson Trucking. They now have three Super Bs to make grain hauling that much easier. For custom grain, fertilizer, and gravel hauling, call Sven at 642-7577. W.J. Jones & Son Funeral Services. You are their focus. Providing support during a difficult time. Going above and beyond is their mission. And Community Service Radio, 800-CHAB. People are passionate about logos. We wear t-shirts and hats and even have tattoos of our favorite logos. And one of the first things people notice about your business is your logo. Does it communicate what you do, what you sell? Is it well-designed? Is it current? Do you even have a logo? At Homefield, our design team specializes in logos and branding. We've created logos and helped build brands you see every day. And we can help build a strong brand for your business. Logos, branding, Homefield can help. Success starts at myhomefield.ca. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. You know, somebody in some store here in the mall had a vacuum on for half of The Heartland at Noon, but they're done now. I wonder why they couldn't wait till the 1 o'clock farm show. Don't they know we're on the radio here? (laughs) Okay, here we go. It's a total up to 1 o'clock. The good gals from the Optimist Club are helping us out here. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Zero, Zero. five, one, nine, two. That is $29,150. Yay! Up and over twenty-nine grand on the Family First Radio Thon. The daily commentary wraps up the Heartland and Internet. Attention, cattle producers. This Friday, at Manicota Stockman's all-class sales at 10 a.m. Updates and sales schedules are posted on our webpage. Watch all our sales on dbauction.com. Last sale, 900 to 1,000 pounds steers, averaged $1.97. Heifers, 800 to 900 pounds, averaged $1.72. Steer calves, 400 to 500 pounds, 250 Heifer calves, 400 to 500 pounds, 207 October 1st is yearlings and calves. Friday at 10, all class sale. Please call 306-478-2229. At Bayer, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding buteo start to our DeKalb canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TruFlex canola with Roundup Ready and Liberty Link technologies offer herbicide flexibility. Plus, you get enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence. Depend on DeKalb canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. It's the 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon, supporting the Moose Jaw Health Foundation. It has become a tradition and a most important event for our community on your local radio station. It's about charity. It's about faith. It's about vision. It's about you and me. It's about our future. It's about our health. It's about making local people see that our health care professionals and their patients get by with less than they need. And this is not about being selfish, and most certainly it's not about greed. It's about coming together for the common good to buy new technology and maybe help save the life of one of the members of your very own family. Your donation, we promise, will be used for the best new equipment on the market. That's what we get done each and every year for the past 15 years on the CHAB Family First Radiothon. All money raised stays here at home, so please consider a donation before the end of the day. Together, we can make life better as a community, the friendly city way. I'm Rob Carney. 